0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional.
1: Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, dressing up your pets in the new year and celebrating a healthy, happy new year with your pets. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started.
0: Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the Bark Heard Round the World, the Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie.
1: Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A dot com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be
2: back in just a moment.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. I'm here with Monica Layton, owner, professional, pet sitting. And Monica, we're going to talk about something that I personally am – I love it. I love dressing up my pet. But is there any tips for people who – are looking to maybe start dressing up their pets or currently dress up their pets, things to keep in
3: mind? Absolutely. So, while there is absolutely nothing cuter <laughs> than a pet all decked out in their nice little outfits, it is so important to remember the pet safety and comfort level as the top priority with any EQ outfit situation. So, preparing your pets ahead of time. By introducing your pet apparel gradually, it can help so much in getting your pets comfortable. So never force your pet into an outfit right off the bat. Um, some pets can be terrified by new feels, new smells of material, which might lead them to respond um, negatively. They can be fearful they can run hide you just you want it to be a positive experience so breaking it down and taking small steps can aid in the the comfort and the enjoyment of actually dressing your pet up so you want to familiarize your pet with the smell of animal clothing allowing them to sniff the material even laying the pet apparel across their back not actually putting it on but just laying it across their back when they're laying down when they're comfortable, when they're cozy, when they're already in a relaxed a relaxed state, then just gradually lay the pet down on top of them. Let them get used to the feel of having something just on their back and draped over. Um, that's just a huge little step that can aid in the comfort. Um, after several days of doing that, building up your pet's confidence, rewarding them, giving little special treats when they're doing well and they seem comfortable in having that around them then you can slowly progress to putting heads through um sleeves and putting arms through sleeves Warding as they go through and make it fun and exciting it's a special fun thing put an arm through oh good here's a cookie you're such a good dog this is such a fun thing you know what i mean the more fun and exciting it is for them the more they're going to enjoy it and the more you're going to enjoy seeing them in these totally cute outfits. So (laughs) you definitely want to keep in mind that basic safety is so important. So your pets are already wearing a fur coat naturally. um, So they can become easily overheated when running, running around, extra layer of clothing on. Pets also have that kind of innate drive to move around, sniff, explore their surroundings. So you want to make sure that when your animal has clothing on, that it allows for your little fur baby to roam around freely without like having constricted movement, nothing peeing too tight, um, blocking any air pathways. You don't want it too snug to where is isn't able to breathe and be comfortable. And choosing that right apparel is so important. So the outfit should not be too tight or too loose. Um, They should easily be able to sit, walk, um, go to the restroom without anything dragging or rubbing against the skin too tightly. Nothing that is loose or um, too big around the legs that's dragging on the floor that they could potentially trip over. Um, you also want to be cautious about when you purchase your pet's apparel, um, what it's made out of. The smell chemically, is, is the material soft? Is it itchy? Is it you know, same as us? You certainly don't want to go and get you know, something to put on yourself and have it be itchy and stinky. And that just, their smell sense is so much stronger than ours. So something that's like eh, iffy to us can be a huge irritation to them. Um, I'm sure that there's not a chewable, a lot of chewable parts on sweaters or outfits. So even though like little buttons and little embellishments can look beautiful, if you have a pet that's going to immediately go and chew those off, it could have the potential of becoming like a choking hazard. So you definitely want to be curious about our pets that like to chew. That way, they're not chewing anything off the apparel that's going to become a visit to your pet. Definitely stay away from clothing that can cover your pet's eyes, your pet's ears, your pet's nose or mouth. So some of the cute little hoodies are fine. But if it's not... If it's not sized appropriately and it's falling into their face or covering up their ears to where their ears aren't getting any airflow, it can definitely be irritating and not so safe for our pets. Um, and if your pet is not ready for a full outfit right away, if it's taking them longer to acclimate to the things in a, in a happy, anxiety-ridden level, then start even smaller. Festive collar with a bow a bandana. All those can be small little steps to getting your pet more comfortable. And pet is going to adapt at their own rate. Some pets, you can throw a shirt on them day one, not even acclimate them at all, and they are going to be happy and they're going to flaunt their stuff. Other pets, (laughs) they're going to be a little more cautious. So it's just seeing, watching your pet's body language, seeing how they adapt. And always, always, when dressing up your pet, watch for signs. If they're lowering their head, if their ears are falling flat, um, if they're rolling their eyes too much or opening them too wide, signs of distress, then you definitely want to slow down so you don't overwhelm them. Because as much as our pets appreciate the love, they can definitely become overwhelmed by uh, small little things. And when they are out and about looking their absolutely best, everybody's going to want to go pet the super cute dog in the super cute sweater. So you know, definitely being cautious too of how much attention your pet's going to get when you're out and about with them dressed up. Um, because some pets can be fine with the occasional pet on the head or saying hello. But if you're in a situation where you have a lot of people out, you're strolling on a main street or, you know, a little farmer's market or wherever, You're taking your pet, if there are larger crowds, sometimes a mass amount of attention can cause anxiety in your pet. So making sure that you're gauging their level, because if you want to get some cute photos, that can happen real fast. It doesn't take too long. But if it becomes an issue to where they're getting overwhelmed with the excitement or the level of attention they're getting, that in itself can cause a little bit of anxiety in our pets.
1: Monica, everything you say is so true because I have, I have Francesca. Mm, She looks at it. She'll let me put it on. And then when she has it on, she dances around because she knows she looks good. Coco. Uh -uh. but I could get a bandana on Coco and she'll be okay. Not thrilled, but she's okay. So you're right. You have to understand your pet and you have to, you have to know what their limitations are. And, (laughs) and if your pet is dressed up, I'm telling you, it's like a magnet. People love to come over and talk to them. So you have to also make sure that they're friendly and that they're in a good mood. (laughs) So, Because yeah. you're going to be getting extra attention. This is all great information. And um, anyone who has known me, known, well, you've known me for years, I love dressing my pets up. So this is great information. And hopefully it's helping some people out there who are looking to see, you know, how do I get my pets so that they'll let me dress them up? So this is great advice, very practical advice. But also, as you said, you have to recognize maybe they're not hundred percent on board with it. So there's things you can do to kind of work it into it and make it happen.
3: Absolutely.
1: So Monica, as always, you brought us a great tip. And for those of you looking to dress up your pets, hopefully we helped. There's a diva and a dude out there just waiting for something to happen. So (laughs) thank you very much. And we'll we'll talk to you next week and we'll be back in just a minute. Hello, everyone. Susan Marie here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In this series, Masala learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, ring in the new year with a happy, healthy dog.
2: Stay tuned. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, A thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy, and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers.
1: Welcome back everyone to the doggy diva show being a pet parent i enjoy celebrating the holidays with my fur kids and with us today to share valuable advice on safely and responsibly celebrating the new year with our pets is kim gablin chief marketing officer at bill jack foods hey kim welcome back Hi, Sue. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's our pleasure. You know, we have New Year's coming, and then we go into the New Year's. We have our New Year's resolutions. We have all of this that we're beginning, all of this great year. So do you have any tips on how we can, like, safely and responsibly ring in the New Year with our pets? You know, absolutely.
4: I think, you know, the holidays are a great time for, you know, both us and our furry family members um, to, you know, kind of have some fun and, you know, be with each other. But sometimes between the hustle and bustle and getting ready for the parties, um, we forget about all the other things with our dogs, right? So it's good to kind of think about what else can you do to kind of be safe for the party. Um, You know, the first thing to think about is, you know, who have you invited over? Um, Do they know your dog? Uh, Are they comfortable with dogs? You know, you may want to let them know, oh, I have a dog. You know, your dog's really friendly. It's not a problem. Um, But, you know, some guests may be a little bit put off by dogs. So it's sometimes good to let them know in advance that you have a dog and that your dog is, you know, great with people, great with kids, um, whoever you may be having over. I think that's always a a nice way to start um, so nobody's surprised when they get over to the house. Um, and you know, then, then of course, besides thinking of your guests, it's important to think about your dog (laughs) or dogs and, uh, and you know, how do they feel about you having parties? (laughs) You know, uh, they don't always get to choose, right. When you, when you're having people over. And so, um, but you know, I'm sure that a lot of times I know, um, it's, it's always fun. They always get involved with, you know, with the guests. And so, you know, but, but if your dog is very stressed, right. If they're stressed when you have a lot of people over, Or when there's a lot of things going on, maybe even it's just during the beginning when everybody's coming over, you know, and the doorbell's ringing or people are knocking and, you know, um, the door's opening and closing. Those those can be kind of sometimes stressful and exciting times for your dog. And so you may want to think about is there a time when maybe um, you have to worry about them running out the door. Or um, is there a time when um, during the party where maybe it's going to get loud and they might be a little upset by that? So maybe it's good for them to have a little quiet place for them to go. So it's good to kind of think about you know where um, where you want to have them be during the party and if there's any kind of um, times during the party that you might want to give them a little time on their own.
1: That's a great that's great advice because sometimes since they're not in charge of the guest list they. <laughs> They may not be. They may be very confused with all the people that are there. So yeah, it's sure. good to well, give them like their little safe space.
4: Yeah, and sometimes you know the kids love to chase the dog around. You know, like oh, I just, just want to say hi, I just want to pet the dog. But Sometimes it can be a little bit, you know, too much for the dog and maybe too much for the kids.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
4: so it might be might be good to think about those things. Um, certainly, um, and I've had a lot of experience with this with my dog. Um, but you know, it's important to have a place where your guests can put their purses. And you know, now since it's colder, their coats or packages um, out of your dog's reach. So um, so certainly being able to, you know, either have a room or somewhere where they can hang them that's like high enough for your dog not to get in them. You know, as um, as I've talked about before, my dog got into my aunt's purse and ate a pack of gum, which was a whole, um, you know, medical experience that thankfully he lived through and was fine. But, um, but it's important to kind of think about where you're going to put those things and then make sure that your dog doesn't have access to them, especially if they're bringing over gifts. You know, candy is such a popular thing to bring over, you know, for, for this kind of a holiday. So um, you want to make sure that they can't get into those things and um, get into
1: trouble. You know, Kim, I always use your aunt's story when I'm telling how important mm-hmm. it is to make sure you put your coats and purses in a closed room that the dogs can't get in, because I always tell about when Blizzard did a, a little purse snooping. So,
4: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, and, you know, and it's funny because my aunt did put it somewhere where where he couldn't reach it, but I think one of my nieces put it on the floor. Oh. So I think that, like, or under the chair or whatever, where he could jump up to. You. So I think, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, you, you, you have good intentions, right, of where everything yeah. goes, but, you you know, you might want to scope the room every once in a while <laughs> just to make sure that nothing's out of place, right, in case something has come out or whatever. And then, you know, certainly we have a lot of different kinds of food. Um, at a New Year's party, a lot of times there's alcohol, so, you know, um, you may want to put up, you know, I, I'm always famous for putting up signs like, you know, don't feed the dog. <laughs> or here's a couple treats that I put out for the dog. If you want to give him a treat, give him one of these. And I put out a limited number of treats so the kids can't overfeed them. Um, but it's also, um, you also might want to put a little sign down just saying not to put their down their alcoholic drinks, you know, where the dog could get some. Yeah. So or to keep them up high. So you don't want to have your dog to get in, into them and then have some alcohol poisoning. Um, because of that, because that can be very dangerous yes. for your dog. Even just a, a couple of sips of red wine, for mm-hmm. example, which have grapes in them, and grapes are, uh, for some reason, bad for dogs, mm-hmm. um, bad for their systems. Um, they can't metabolize them in the, quite the right way. Uh, that is when, something to really kind of think and of, think about when you're having a party and you're having people over for New Year's Eve.
1: Well, and there's because there's nothing more than you're celebrating for New Year's Eve and then your doggy gets into something that they're probably not supposed to and you spend the next morning in the emergency room, That's not really Mm -hmm. a great thing. So, and you always have a great tip on how to keep everything in your phone so that you could not only your vet, but the emergency room so that you'll know. Brought that up with us before, and I always use that too about how important it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to have like an
4: ICE vet, you know, so that you can have that in case of emergency vet because, you know, inevitably you may forget their name Mm -hmm. and not know how to look them up or you may not know their number. So it's great to be able to have that in there as ice bed and you know exactly how to find it in case, you know, you should need it. Hopefully you won't need it. Right. So so that's really important. And you know, the other thing I always remind people is don't forget to feed the dog. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of times all of this, the party's going on and we're all excited and everything. And then we're like, oh, it's 8 o'clock and we didn't feed, we didn't feed the dog. So, you know, think about, you know, don't forget to feed your baby and, um, and make sure that they're also having a good time uh, at the party as well. So that, that's all, all, all kinds of important things to think about um, when you're having folks over for a, for a party. And everybody can be safe and have fun um, when you're thinking about these things in advance.
1: And I think that that's great because that way it helps to ensure for a fun party for you, your guests, and your pops. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's wonderful. Those are great tips. Thank you so much. Now, another thing that we do on the New Year's is we make these resolutions. And is there any resolutions that you could suggest that maybe we make with our dogs? You know, I think it's fun to think about the things that you can do
4: with your dog and think about those New Year's resolutions. I mean, it's really a time at the New Year for all of us to kind of step back and maybe take some inventory of kind of where are we? Are we where we want to be? How's our dog? How are, we, are they where we want them to be? Um, are they healthy? Are they active? You know, what are, what are some things you can do to kind of help them, you know, live their best life, just like you're trying to live yours. And so, um, you know, including them in that kind of, um, thoughtful process can be really, very helpful, right? And, and, and help you kind of have even a, a stronger bond with them, right? And make sure that they're healthy and happy. So, you know, things to think about, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I always talk about training. You know, I feel like no matter how good your dog is, there's always room for more training. And, you know, and I think that, you know, um, it, it could just be simple things. You know, are they listening um, well? Are they uh, well-trained? You know, because, again, when, they're, when they are, then they kind of know what they, what's expected of them, you know, what you're expecting of them. And then also, you know, that can also help in very dangerous situations, right? Do they come? Do they stay? Um, and so just sometimes, you know, spending a little bit extra time, you know, maybe you put on the calendar once a month, you know, that hey, this day we'll we'll spend some training or every every Monday we'll spend, you know, fifteen minutes on training a, a particular new thing, right? Maybe it's a new new fun trick you want to teach them, like how to walk backwards or, you know, how not to jump on people. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it could be some some just very little things, but at least you're making some like, you know, thoughtful process toward um helping them, you know, be better and be um more trained and more well trained and feel more comfortable with it.
1: That's great.
4: Um so you know, certainly um, you know, uh, things like exercising, you know, um, I, I don't know how to say that, you know, we probably don't exercise enough ourselves. And so if you're one of those folks that doesn't exercise much yourself and you're not really taking your dog on a walk, maybe it's time to think about, can you maybe schedule some time together to be able to go make sure that you're at least getting out, you know, once a week to go check out maybe a new dog park or, you know, try, um, try to do something, you know, kind of new um, with them to make uh, that exercise be a little bit more interesting. You know, it's kind of, kind of, um, a little more fun, you know, so when you're going to a new place and kind of scoping it out together. Um, or, you know, you could go big and come up with a bucket list.
2: Mm. You
1: know, I
4: think that's fun, right? Like, you know, maybe, maybe um, you, your dog might like to see the ocean, you know, and walk on the beach. Um, yeah. And, or maybe, um, maybe you'd like to walk, you know, you'd like to hike up a you know, mountain. I'm going to put that in, you know, air quotes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, mountain or go hiking somewhere in particular, right. That you haven't been yet. You know, there are so many great places to stay at hotels and, um, and be able to get your dog out and and do something really fun with them that you think that they might like to do um, that, that that would be really kind of neat for both of you to do together. So um, so make a bucket list that could be that could be kind of fun. Um, or what about scheduling a photo shoot? Um, you know, have you had some pictures together? You know, you could do something official, you know, with a photographer. But you know, you don't have to make it that you know that um, particular. Right? You can actually do something real easy. Like maybe you have a friend who's great at photography and they could help you just take some, some pictures. It's a great activity to get the kids involved in, you know, take some pictures of the kids, have the kids take some pictures of you, um, have one of your friends take some pictures of the whole family. So just to have some, some really great memories of them. Um, there could be some fun things that, um, that you could, that will come out of that for, um, for you to be able to have um, for memory. So that would be a really, very nice thing to do too. And then of course, last but not least, you know, I have to say it Sue, you gotta eat right got <laughs> it you gotta eat, right so you got to be thinking about it how is your dog doing right how is their weight are they you know are they are they a little overweight are they gaining a little bit of weight now is the time to jump in there right and kind of make sure are you measuring their food are you paying attention to how the amount of food you're doing is doing with your dog right dogs can tend to slow down a little bit right maybe not be as active in the winter time especially if you live in a cold place you're maybe not outside as much um, so if that's the case, you might have to, you know, pare down that food a little bit just to be able to, you know, um, make sure that they're getting the right amount of calories without getting too many of them. So, or if they're getting a little skinny, maybe you need to have a little bit more food that you're adding to them, but do that very gradually, you know, and then just, you know, feed it for a little while probably for, you know, two, three weeks, see how your dog's doing on the scale. So it's a great time to be able to do that and make sure that you're not overfeeding those treats. You know, some of those treats, they could be 50 to 70 calories, oh, yeah. some of those big treats. And they're fun and that your dog chews on them and they love them, but you gotta be careful that you're not doing that too often so that you're um, interfering right with all those other calories that they're, that they're having for their meal.
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, speaking of that health and nutrition, it's just so important to our fur kids as it is to us. So, you know, what makes Bill Jack like a great solution to help today's pet parents and in making sure that they ensure that their pet is eating a healthy diet is for the different, whether it be for the breed, the size, the age you guys have so much. Uh, Can you just tell us Mm -hmm. about that? Yeah, you know, you we have been around now for 75 years, um, and so we have
4: been making our food very differently than other dog foods, and so we don't use high pressure and we don't use high temperatures. So um, that's that's one of the things that's really important. We you know we start with 25 pounds of fresh chicken to make a 30 pound bag of our like our puppy foods and our adult select food, for example, and so that fresh chicken means that all the fresh things come in with it, right? That means that the fresh fat comes in with it, that it's got fresh chicken, and then we gently cook it to help protect those nutrients. So, excuse me, um, a lot of times people, then, you know, what, what you get is like a food that's really great tasting, that's healthy for your dog, right? And you really need to have both. To be able to have them work for your dog, right? If it's a great healthy food and your dog won't eat it, that, that doesn't really help. So <laughs> you want to make sure that you you know, you've got a food that your dog is eating properly and that, and that they um, are enjoying and that they're doing well on. And so uh, with Jack, we've, um, we've added probiotics to our food. And so now we have probiotics that help support healthy digestion and immune function. So, um, so that's really, it's really very important to be able to help keep a healthy gut in your pet.
1: Well, and also, not only do you have great dog food for all different types of pet, and you do have the probiotics, but you have great treats. And I always say, in fact, just before uh, we came into our interview, we were talking about, I was talking to Chuck about the fact that... Um, Today's Fawn's birthday, so we gave her her own bag of the the little jucks because that's what they get. I don't want them to get overweight. They're little dog. They I have to maintain their weight, and these are the perfect treats. Very savory. Very. They they smell great, and there's not a lot of calories in them. So you guys have sort of perfected that um, treat. The, the way you do treats. And also when you talked about training earlier, when we were talking about some great resolutions, they are perfect for training treats to make sure that you keep your dog's attention so that they do, if you're treat, trying to teach them a new trick or teaching them an old trick, mm-hmm. it definitely keeps their attention. So can you tell us a little about those treats? You have a lot yeah, of I them. know we,
4: um, yeah, I love to talk about our treats because they're so fun. We get mm-hmm. such great comments back from uh, from all of our dog parents that feed them. Uh, and we, like you said, we have little jacks, which are you know some of our smaller treats. And so they're you know they're like three calories each, and uh, and they're really great for training. Mm-hmm. You know, you could feed the whole treat, which again like, they're pretty small, but you could break them in half and be able to feed them a couple. You know, break them up for a couple different treats. Uh, so that's always nice. Uh, we have you know uh, original recipe, which is a larger version of our little jacks. And then, um, and then we have, you know, a lot of different flavors, like we have yapple manas, pea bananas, Mm. we have breakfast jacks that have egg and cheese in them. I mean, so we really have a lot of fun, um, with, with the treats. And, and, you know, they're really, they have chicken and chicken liver in them. And that chicken liver really is what drives, um, what drives that? I mean, and they're and they're really good protein treats. I mean, if you take a look at the amount of protein that we have in them, it's got a very nice level of protein in them, whereas, you know, when you compare them, you're going to see that that's really a big difference with Belgic. And that's why dogs just go crazy for them. I, and I hear from so many pet parents about how their dog is, very, I hear, very motivated. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> motivated. Like, well, you know, yes. what can you get them to do with that treat? she's so mm-hmm. like, wow, I can do so many things with this, just this one treat. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: All you have to do is go and open up the back, because it's like they got that earlock. So you open it up, and the, I swear. Now, Francesca, who is, she's 17, she's deaf and blind now, because she's so old. Her nose it still works. And all I have to no, do is no. open that <laughs> and she will come from the other room and I'm going, Oh, yeah, here we go. The other two are already waiting and she's like going, No, 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 no. I smell it has a great smell and it's the chicken liver. I mean, it's so it's my <laughs> love it. I mean, I have three of them and they're all like in line. So they love it. Yeah, so.
4: well, and you know, and it's also fun it's also fun for us to come up with new treats. I mean, mm-hmm. we also uh, recently launched um, some new treats this last year called Smart Jacks. Yes, and um, and they there's one for digestive support. There's one for skin and coat support. So you know, um, a lot of people think, oh well, you know, good food can't necessarily taste good. Good treats can't, you know, if they're healthy for you, they can't necessarily taste good. But that's not necessarily true. And so, um, and so, we really wanted to kind of break that mold and be able to kind of give some extra kind of support in those treats. And so we have those, and we also have Slim Jacks, which are um, low fat treats. Um, but, you know, and I say that, but, you know, you don't have to tell your dog.
1: No. Because
4: your dog won't know. They don't like, know. Don't tell your dog. That they can't read. They won't see it on the package. So, you know, a lot of times you can, you can get some different things, right? You can be able to get um, help them with some of their other uh, goals that like we were just talking about. And, you know, be able to use something like SlimJacks Jacks or Smart Jacks to be able to help support kind of some of those other things that you're working on for the new year.
1: And that's, and, and going back to Fawn, she, um, when we first got her, she was 11, we adopted her at a senior age mm-hmm. and she had a lot of digestive issues. So we did give her the Smart Jacks for digestion just to help to, because she was used to something totally different, which I don't have, and mm-hmm. so she um, that helped to that really helped with her not only her digestion but she was feeling like she was getting something that was like really really good. Of course we 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 combine it with the little jacks, but they the what you guys have done with the treats it's so cutting edge. It's really cutting edge and it's taking it to the next level. So kudos to Bill Jack on that.
4: Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> now, where can the listeners go to learn more about um, the Bill Jack products? Who you also have my favorite thing, the, the, the newsletter, and you have training videos. There's so much out there. Where can they go to, to find more?
4: Yeah, you know, come out to our, our uh, website. That's really the best place to start. It's BillJack.com. It's B-I-L jac.com and we have a store locator out there, so you can say I'm looking for dry food, and you know, try to find it at the place nearest to you. Uh, we also have um, a lot of information out on there, like not just about nutrition, but just about you know, dog care tips. You know what? what you know? What, um, you know? How long should you go out for a walk and exercise? Um, you know how? You know why does my dog snore? Um, So we're always looking for, you know, new and interesting things to be able to do in the Best Friends Club um, email newsletter that we send out. And you can also join the Best Friends Club. You can join it there on the main page, or you can go to the um, drop down where it talks about pet parents um, information, and you can join there. And um, we send out a monthly email. As a matter of fact, we were just working on it this last week and uh and we're um you know getting new stories together and getting ready to email it out to all of our friends and uh and it's a lot of fun it's like it, we just want to be able to share some of that information and there's also a place for you to ask for a coupon so we um you ask for the coupon Then the next month we pull all those names together and then we send um we mail out those coupons to everyone so it's a great way to be able to um save a little money and get a few tips uh, as well
1: absolutely i look forward to it all the time but, well kim as always i want to thank you for being our guest today and for sharing great advice for ringing in the new year safely with our pets and also to make some great resolutions for the new year for ourselves and our pets so i wish you and blizzard and your family and everyone at Bill Jack a very happy new year and we're looking forward to talking to you again in 2023 thank you happy new year thank you we'll be back in just a moment And also, as our Doggy Diva's always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally, and please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva week everyone.
0: That's all for this episode of the Doggy Diva show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show. And tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.